Alrighty. We're live. We're live. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome to Letters from Emery. Forward slash potentially the Before You Go show. Where we talk about all sorts of shenanigans. <laughs> Today on the show I have with me my good my good buddy, brother, Jordan Viega. How you doing? Good. I'm happy to be on here. Man, the myth, the legend. Can I light you up? Yeah, let's do it. Nice. Nice. And if you need it again, you can have it. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. You're practically famous, bro. <laughs> All uh, 20 listeners of mine. <laughs> Someday, many, many, many. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Today, we're just going to sit down and chat about Set the Bar Project. Um, how it started, why it started, um, where you're at in the journey so far, and... If you're open to talk about it, some of the road bumps that we've gone into. Yeah. And then what we have planned next and ultimately what, what we want to achieve with mm-hmm. it at large. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I could start where I'm at today. Uh, today is day 29 of my world record journey. And tomorrow I'll be setting my first world record. Um, the world record is most pull-ups. Uh, completed and recorded in a month and uh, in these 30 days I'll be doing over 31,000 pull-ups in 30 days and that's epic <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that still was... just so great like I've been working with you for since day one of this project it's still just so insane to hear those words come out of your mouth <laughs> I didn't think it was possible when I started but uh, I had a mm. feeling that uh I could do it, so why not be the, the first one that, that could do the poss- impossible, you know? That's right, why not you? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. Of anyone I've ever met, um, it would be it would be you, for <laughs> sure, so I'm really proud of you. Thank you, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, the, the way that this uh, project got started was about four months ago, me, you, and another buddy of ours. We just started a group chat together, and uh, we were like, all right, we're just going to keep each other accountable and uh, encourage each other to go to the gym each day. Yeah, and just like a simple fitness group chat. We were literally just talking shit to each other for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then our buddy Luis, he was like, you know what, Michael is to, to just outwork Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Luis, uh, you need to set some attainable goals. <laughs> and three months straight, literally, I did two a days, didn't miss one day, just no matter what it was, I just showed up to the gym every day. I just made it a mandatory thing that yeah. I just have to go. And over time, it just... 
added up the continuous hard work and uh, to be honest I had no idea that this was going to happen about like two months ago I was studying for my CPA and uh, I put over like 500 hours into studying in the CPA but during that time I also went to the gym and putting all those hours into something that I truly wasn't passionate about just took a huge mental toll on me I fell into a depression and um, yeah I was like I just told myself what if I put all these hours into something that I care about and I'm truly passionate about and um, yeah I was like you know what I'm gonna set a world record <laughs> I'm gonna do something no one has ever done before, and uh, I'm gonna go on a fitness journey that uh, will inspire many people. And yeah, I'm doing this to raise awareness for mental health because um, yeah, I fell into a deep depression and it was really hard for me. And the one thing that was able to to get me out of that was just showing up to the gym every day and putting in that hard work. And at the end of each day, I just felt proud of myself. And over time, it just added up. And um, that's kind of why I'm doing this long journey of a world record. I didn't want a single day world record where you work as hard as you could for that one day and then that's it. I wanted a, mm. a long journey where I show this consistent hard work every single day and just showing up because... I know I could do that. I just been showing up. Was that Bruce Lee that says, "I fear not the man who practices a thousand kicks in a day, but the man who practices one kick for a thousand days." Yeah, that's a good one, and that's you for sure. Um, so tell us, because I I feel like there are, are now or will be in the future some people listening in that have also struggled with mental health. I know for me, this is something that we share. We both struggled with it. Um, and it's definitely something that's plaguing, especially like, you know, our, <laughs> our younger generations. Um, and so, yeah, tell me like where, where that started and I guess like how it felt for you to be in that state. Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I was in a, a very unique situation because I, I felt like the situation I was in, I couldn't really talk to many people about, and I encourage people, if you are going through something and you feel like you can't talk to anybody, to just reach out to your close friends or someone you can trust, or even a, a therapist, just uh, someone that could have a non-biased opinion, just give you advice or just feed different options uh, to you. That really helped me um, just because over time I just kept it in for a really long time and um, that probably isn't the right thing to do. And uh, I just realized once I was able to talk to people about my situation and open up to different people, it just really gave me uh, the confidence to, to take that next step and what I needed to do. So 
Yeah. I know a lot of people are struggling, but if you could find someone, someone you trust, um, to just feed ideas off you and just give you advice, that's the one thing that I really think that could help some people. I think that's for sure the first big step is, first of all, accepting that you have, Mm -hmm. that you're... Not necessarily that you have mental health issues. Like, I think that's actually kind of dangerous to, like, prescribe, self-prescribe yourself mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's something that is experienced. It's not necessarily like a uh, like a tr- uh, personality trait. And I think that's where it can get dangerous is people like, I have mental health issues. And mm-hmm. for some people, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're, yeah, I mean, I, I won't negate that. Um but I think the first step is just admitting or coming to terms with the fact that you're going through a mental health battle mm-hmm. and battles are never fought alone. Yeah, exactly. And I think for sure it's really important just to, to talk to somebody, anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may think you could go at it alone, but uh, there's only so, so, so much and so far you could go alone, you know. Yeah. It just helps to have someone by your side that you could trust and uh, just talk to. Yeah. Definitely. And that's where you came in. That's where you helped <laughs> me out. <laughs> yeah, and you, me. Yeah. For sure. That's why you're my right-hand guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. You were... <laughs> it's tough not to crack. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really common, though, just to... And I, I get it. Like, I get the macho mentality, especially, like, young dudes and especially ambitious young athletes, I think, is a big one. Because mm-hmm. um, there's, a, like, there's just a big stigma. Like, you have to be the tough guy and, um, you know, feelings are for pussies and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and just sort of, you know, suck it up and deal with it. And to an extent, I think that, you know... Tr- Trying to develop toughness is definitely good, and trying to develop mental toughness is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're really going through a mental health battle, I don't think just like just trying to keep everything to yourself and play the tough guy is ultimately healthy. It's really toxic, actually. Yeah. Because it also made me like, I don't know, I definitely didn't show up for my relationships like I could have had I just talked to somebody about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, me not talking to people about it ultimately you know, dropping deeper into depression and and just other negative feelings and wasn't showing up as myself, wasn't showing up for my relationships as good as I could have. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I know mental health is something that everyone battles with, like firstly with themselves, but it affects the people around you a lot too. For sure. Yeah, I realize. You can kill relationships really quickly. I know, I mean, that's kind of why... I isolated myself for like two, three months. I didn't see any friends. I all I did was lock myself in this room, just studied for the CPA as long as I could, and just worked out. And I, know, I think I saw you once in like three months. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live that far. It was other. literally, it was literally like three months straight, just because I knew like I wouldn't want to be around myself, you know, Mm. Uh, and I know that, like, if I wouldn't want to be around myself, like, I know other people, like, wouldn't want to be around myself, too, and that's kind of how I felt, and to be honest, I didn't know how to, to deal with 
all my emotions at the time. Mm. And it took me, took me months, but what really just helped me was just showing up every day and have, a, I had a, had a goal in mind. That was my CPA. And I just kept working towards that goal. And then I decided that I wanted to pursue something else besides the CPA. I made a left turn instead of a right turn. And um, that's where the world record came in. Hmm. So I knew I could always study for the CPA. You know, I could, I'm 28, still young, have a lot of energy. So why not go for something big? And if I fail, I fail big. But if I <laughs> succeed, then hey, who knows what's up the the other the other end of this journey, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. You can always come back. But I mean, for things like that, for like the CPA, and I know, like for me, I've been battling with like, well, do I like leave my job <laughs> so mm -hmm. I can go full time in entrepreneurship? I'm like. You can always go back and get a job, but you can't get your years back ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell us too about um, how do you? Because I think fitness is just such a huge com like component of mm -hmm. getting to a better state in your mental health, and like I know to a lot of people who are probably in the depths right now the idea of going to the gym is probably like the last thing on your agenda because mm -hmm. you just feel like curling up in a ball on your bed and watching Netflix and not talking to anybody. Yeah. But tell us a little bit about how fitness like started to impact your, your journey on, on mental health. And I guess like how the first couple months, like some shifts that you noticed or mm -hmm. milestones. It was really a turning point at the lowest point in my life. It was remember it, it was August 30th, and I, yeah, I was at the lowest point of my life, and I remember having that feeling once before, and I told myself that on August 30th, that I'm not going to feel this way again, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to become the best version of myself and not feel this way again. And every day I just made a prom I made a promise to myself on that day to I'm gonna do whatever it takes and I'm gonna have no way out. So to me, I didn't give myself an option, you know, other people if they wanna go to the gym, they they could press snooze or like they might give themselves an option to go later. Mm -hmm. For me, there was no option. So once that alarm went off, I put my shoes on and started going on the bike. <laughs> yeah, dude. And uh, it was just every day. It was, I, I just did not want to be in that place again. And mm. once you're there and you know what it feels like, then you'll you'll do whatever it takes to to not be in that place again. So for me, it was just I made a promise to myself, and yeah, I just 
did everything in my power not not to break that promise. So that's kind of that's kind of my mentality. I was. I know it sucked. It's not fun waking up every day and uh, going to the gym and doing the things that suck, but doing those things over and over is what helped me get into a better mental state and uh, yeah, just help me get out of that rut. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think it's really insane how much fitness really plays a part in uh, in mental health in general. <laughs> uh, it's uh, one thing I always like to say is like we are <clears throat> we are emotional creatures, but our you cannot feel your way out of a negative emotion. You can't think your way out of a negative way of being or a negative emotion. Mm-hmm. You let you have to physically move yourself out of. Mm-hmm out of negative states and just negative emotions and ways of being. There's like a reason that we were built the way that we are. And I think it's, uh, it's just absolutely necessary. If you're in a bad space mentally, you have to move your body mm-hmm. and you'd be shocked at, at the, the fruits of that. Like just what the clarity that you'll get, even and you don't have to start like going ape shit like Jordan, like working out three day, three hours a day and like pedaling till your feet bleed and like all this. Uh, I mean, of course, for some people that really works, obviously. <laughs> uh, but I think it's starting with like just a freaking walk, like put your headphones in, go for a walk, like do some, at least go to the gym. Like no one said anything about getting a full workout in even just go to the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. Like, walk like pick up a couple dumbbells do something and then maybe just commit to like the first two weeks and just go move your body and try to just at least break a sweat like you'd be just be shocked how moving your body really improves your your mental health and your your body really is like the the motor of your emotions Mm -hmm. it's like i mean the way you think is kind of like the steering wheel but your body is literally the engine of how you feel and if it's stagnant then you're gonna feel stagnant you're gonna feel like shit it's true yeah I mean what helped me was I just took it a day at a time and that's kind of what I'm doing at this, with this journey too like every every day presents a new obstacle you know but yeah. for me working out isn't to like look good and and uh, like have big muscles it's Thank God, because you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me. It's just like training my mind every day. Because, like, if you put yourself through hell in the morning before your day even starts, mm. it just prepares you for life in general. You know, like it just helps you be calm in situations that. Probably drive other people crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like really heavy and difficult to deal with events and happenings are always going to happen to you in life, like regardless of how badly you want to think them away and like just hope that nothing bad ever happens to you. Mm-hmm. Like there is opposition and, and obstacles in your path that you can't see right now, and the best thing that you can do is to prepare yourself 
for them. And I think if you can deliberately take it into your own hands to put yourself through, yeah, deliberate suffering, then like when those things do come up, it's really no big deal. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, I ran fucking four miles this morning and like jumped in the ice cold ocean or like everything. It just puts everything else into perspective. And you're like, yeah, this is really not that big of a deal, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it just gives you that indomitable confidence too. especially staying consistent with the gym like you may not see results after two weeks like it may not change your life after two weeks or two months Mm -hmm. but after three months of consistent like staying consistent to at least even like a three day a week fitness regimen just the confidence that comes with that like regardless of how you look it's just like the faith that you know you're going to show up for yourself Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it's just crazy the wakes that that makes in your whole life it just flows through yeah i mean if you have your body and mind right it just flows through everything it flows through other people it flows through your work it flows through yeah it's just i mean look at this project it's affecting so many people you know yeah and it's just me showing up every day and putting in the work and it's starting to feed off other people and that was my main goal for this project. I just wanted to inspire people and, uh, yeah, just motivate them to become a, a better person and, and the best version of themselves. If they could see, if they could see a video of me in the morning, um, and that might help them with their day, then I did my job, you know? Mm-hmm. My biggest goal is to raise awareness for for mental illness, but if I can help people along the way, then yeah. then this project will be successful. So definitely. And uh, don't get it twisted that uh, just because tomorrow is day thirty that we're done with this project. <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> don't get it twisted. I have mm-hmm. a lot. Funny thing is, it, this whole project has very little to do with the fucking pull-ups. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it does, but it just has so much more to do with the pull-ups. And yeah, we're just getting started. But this is kind of just the show before it all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, setting, setting, well, setting the bar for the rest of the project. Yep, that's <laughs> the goal. And uh, just going to be continuous momentum. Yeah, we have a lot right now, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too, man. So tell us about. I guess tell us a little bit more about the journey of like, well, why you decided on pull-ups, and then how you went about figuring out the, like what, you know, exactly what records you were gonna go for, and then tell us the story about the record companies, Guinness. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was on. Okay, so it was. So I took my first practice test for the CPA. I took. I've been studying for five hundred hours, up until this point. I ended up getting a, like a forty percent on my practice test, and I have. And I had like three weeks left to, before my test. So, I decided, after, after I took my test, I was so pissed. I was like, man, like, I put in so much 
time and effort and like I ask myself do I really want to do this for the rest of my life like yes accounting is a great skill to have and something that I will have for the rest of my life but do I want do I really want to do this for the rest of my life and I ask myself this question I was in the gym doing pull-ups and I walked in and told myself it was supposed to be back day and I told myself I'm going to start my workout until I can't do any more pull-ups. So I ended up doing like 400 pull-ups that way and it took me like over an hour and I was like wow like probably could do more if I wanted to but like I reached my my limit for today of like working out so after that, I was like, wow, I was like super proud of myself, and uh, I was amazed, and I saw this video on David Goggins, and it was a little short clip because I actually deactivated all my social media, and during that time, the only accounts that I followed were inspirational accounts. So good. It's <laughs> life-changing. I just had to deactivate my social media. So fucking life-changing, dude. Getting rid of all the bullshit. Yeah, it, it was huge, and I saw this clip, and it said when David Goggins was training for the pull-up record, he did over 67,000 pull-ups in nine months, and what he did, he, he said he took a pen and paper and started doing the math on how many pull-ups it would take for him to break the record, which at that time was 4,000, it was like 4,020 or 4,100 or something like that. And then, so 67,009 months, I was, I, I'm an accountant, so I had my Excel sheet up. So I was like, 67,009 months, huh, that's only 250 a day. Like, I just did 400, and I was like, wasn't too bad. So then I was like, oh, I wonder, like, what the pull-up records are. 24-hour, 7,008, like, 700. Like, well, okay, that's a little tough one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little, Just a light warm up. That's a tough one. Props to that guy. Don't know if I could beat that right now. So I was like, okay, what are the other pull up records? And I pulled it up. I was like, okay, there's an hour pull up record, there's a six hour, eight hour, 10 hour. 24 hour, but there's nothing past 24 hours. So I was like, huh, okay. So I started emailing Guinness. I was like, okay, well, what would it take for like me to set my own world record? I think I could, I think I could set a world record past 24 hours. They came back to me and they, they're like, fortunately, we don't think that it would, this project is the best fit for, for you to work with us and uh, we think that you should work with someone else because um, we're a profit oriented company and in order for you to set your own world record uh, it would have to be $18,000 up front for just one world record and I was like $18,000 to just set a world record like, I remember you sending me that screenshot and I was like, what in the fuck? I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, 
you guys just have the power to just shut down someone's dreams like that. I was like, real. I was like, dude, that sucks. All your other, all your other records are bullshit, like fucking donuts and like longest fingernails and ridiculous shit. And you actually like, oh shit. And uh, yeah, so once they told me that I should work with someone else, I was like, all right, you you shouldn't have said that. (laughs) (laughs) That Yes. That was the wrong. You fucked up, Guinness. Guinness, if you're listening, you fucked up. (laughs) And I was like, all right, okay, I will. So then, luckily, I uh, was able to find one of their competitors, World Record Academy. Who has been a pleasure to work with, very easy to work with, and uh, very willing to help me in my project. So yeah, shout out World Record Academy. That's shout fun. out to them, and uh, yeah, let's beat all Guinness's pull up records. So <laughs> they picked the right guy. Time to go to sleep. Yes. So yeah, it's kind of how the project came about. Once, once Guinness told me that I should work with someone else, I was like, okay, I will. And uh, I'm going to set my own world record, so. Let's go. So yeah. now, uh, yeah, so now it's an official world record. And, uh, yeah, it's out there. So. Fucking epic. So walk us through the math of... <clears throat> your one year, six months, and one month goal, and then then we'll dive into NAMI too and how they're involved, and then we'll sort of go into where you're at today and where we're going. Yeah, so um, when I first started this project, you, you guys could see in my introduction video, but uh, I could, told myself that I wanted to do 100,000 pull-ups in a year. Right now I'm at 30,000 and I still have 11 months. Yeah, one fucking month, 30,000. <laughs> You're already like a third, almost a third of the way to your entire goal for the year in the first month. Yeah, so. <laughs> fucking um, savage, Jordan. As long as my body holds up and I'm healthy, uh, I know I recently just took a blood test and it came back kind of dicey uh, just because. It said that um, my yeah my blood toxic toxicity is a little high because I might be breaking down my muscles a little too much. By a little high, he means four times the human average. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, the the doctors think I might have like a mild case of rhabdomyosis, which is pretty much a toxin that is released into your blood. Um, that could be very dangerous and uh, could cause like kidney damage and liver damage. So liver that, failure, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just have to be cautious with that. Make sure that my body's good, but I'm gonna be fine. I really think that I'm gonna take another blood test, monitor it, and um, just stay on top of it. But as long as I'm good and healthy and uh, feel good I'm gonna keep trying to do a thousand a day until I can't so yeah that's my that's my goal tell us too because you <clears throat> I, I think I want people to understand what your life looks like doing like actually going after this record 
So walk us through a day in the life uh, during Hell Week <laughs> of your work. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. So for those of you who know the accountant lifestyle, the first two weeks of the year of being an accountant are the hardest two weeks of the entire year because we're trying to close our books for the prior year, you know? So, literally, those first two weeks, I wanted, well, first, I wanted to make sure that my work was done to the best of my ability and not have this world record affect my work at all because at the end of the day, that is my livelihood and I need to make sure that I have, like, a way to make a living at the end of the day. So I didn't want my world record to affect it. So that meant I had to work like 13 to 16 hour days for the first two weeks of this world record. And on top of that, also fit in a four hour workout. So that only leaves around four hours of sleep and to eat and uh, to post also. So um, that was my life for the first two weeks of this project. So if you didn't see much posting on the first two weeks (laughs) of the project, that is why. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I told myself, the reason I did is because I told myself if I could get the first, if I could get through the first two weeks of this project and still have something that I built for myself, then this project will be a breeze and, um, yeah, it'll just be so much easier. So you woke up at 4 a.m., right? 3. 3. (laughs) (laughs) Woke up at 3 a.m. every day for two weeks. Yeah. Started working out by when? 5. So, first two hours of the day was like, what, warm-up? or? Um, so, I would... I would... Crying, thinking about... <laughs> I, would, the day I would probably get myself out of bed by 3.30. And then warm-up for an hour and a half. No, warm-up for an hour, get hydrated. Uh, set up the stream. And then, yeah, start my workout by like 4.45 or 5. And it takes you four hours to do about a thousand. At the beginning, yeah. Now, um, the fastest I've done it is like two hours thirty. But that's awesome. Um, yeah, if I, I have to go slower on some workouts, so I could like do like a recovery workout, so it's not like too strenuous, like on my muscles. So that's like one way I recover. The speed workouts are the killer because I'm doing like high reps pretty fast. So I just have to be careful when I do those. But um, yeah, it, first two weeks also sucked too because um, day two of the project, actually day one, super happy, going strong. And Day one, which you started on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, Everyone else was out getting fucked up. Jordan was doing a thousand pulls. <laughs> sick bastard. 
So day one, going strong, started the new year off strong, went to sleep. Fortunately, I slept on my shoulder wrong, where I woke up and I could not feel it. I could barely lift it. And at that point, it was day two, and I just released this introduction video how I was going to set the world record and tell everyone I was going to do a thousand a day. (laughs) And then here on day two, I can't even lift my shoulder. I'm like, damn it, dude. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course this would happen. God damn it. Yeah. Now I I after that I sort of understand why all the big dogs say like move in silence and all that shit. Oh. <laughs> yep. No, but honestly, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving in silence for three months. Baby. Yeah, you I were was, <laughs> exactly. I was ready. You I was were. like a, a caged animal, ready to be released. Dude, I remember those first two weeks before the new year. I could not get you to shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we should set up a call. Yeah. Strategies. We should set up a call. <laughs> I was like, really, and then I was, I don't know, I was just really being did. a dickhead. I was like, yeah, we really should set up a call. I'm just being like fucking lame. But yeah. We really didn't. I mean, it's kind of crazy. We got the project together in like a week. We did. I mean, yeah, you and I talked about it for like a month. Well, I mean, we talked about the whole like ideation and conceptualization of it, but we didn't actually get like rubber to the road. Just the last like, three days. Last, yeah, dude. Two weeks was me and you, and then one week before we finally we brought in Koi. Shout out to Koi, our content manager, fucking crushing it. Yeah, um, like, yeah we're uh, it's like two days away. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then, so yeah, you had the shoulder. Oh yeah, thing, so, day two, and then yeah, day two, I. Yeah, day two, day two was more of like the pride thing. I was like, you know what, like, of course this was going to happen, but I'm going to figure this out. As long as I could, if I could do one, I'll figure out a way to do a thousand. And after day two, that's just been my whole mentality because day two was probably one of the hardest physically. But if you go back to day two workout, you'll see on all my pull-ups, I'm literally doing them sideways because <laughs> I had no pull with my other shoulder. Fucking Nemo up there on the bar, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm doing them, but you can see. Not good form. Not good form at all. And then, because of that, I ended up throwing my back out from... Oh, God. Yeah, tell us about the chiropractor. Day three to day eight or nine so my whole back is messed up my shoulder's still trying to recover so it's still it's still fucked yeah for like four days so it's just hurting because i didn't give it time to recover is it still messed up today no no okay right now i feel great but um yeah i didn't give it time to recover so then i threw my back out because i was doing pulse all weird (laughs) and then uh, yeah, day eight or nine, I went to a chiropractor and they said, dude, your back is like a 70 year old man right now. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I could barely move my neck side to side. And then, yeah, dude, he adjusted me. He did like three quick, um, uh, cracks. 
then I felt like I could breathe again. I felt like pressure off my spine and my neck. And then ever since that, the workouts have just been a breeze. Uh, I've been able to get stronger and faster, but yeah, dude, the first two weeks were hell. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's just rewind and I'm going to put everything in perspective here. First two weeks, Jordan starts on New Year's Eve with a thousand pull-ups. Day two, throws out his shoulder. Can't even use his, what was your left arm? It was my, my right arm, my strong arm. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even use his good arm. <laughs> and then day eight and nine, finds out that his spine is that of a 70-year-old man. Day 27 is when you got the blood work back. Mm-hmm. Day 27, he finds out that he has the blood toxicity levels four times that of the average human being. And during, before I even started my workout on day 27, I had two doctors call me at 6 a.m. Immediately, there's like, I think their office opens at 6. So it was like 6.05, I get a call. And they're like, oh my God, like, like, like why, why did you take this test? I was like, I'm trying to set a world record. And they're like, your blood is like off the charts. Like you need to take another test immediately and like stop and not work out. I'm like, uh, I'll take another test for sure. I want to monitor it, but I'm, I have my gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> He's already 800 pull-ups in. <laughs> Fucking stop. Three days before I set the world record. Yeah, okay. I'm going to monitor it for sure. Thank you for letting me know. And then, yeah, I get another call at like 8.30. This is what really made me mad. And, uh, uh, yeah, my other doctor who prescribed this test, she was like, she was like, I told you, I told you, I told you that like your levels are going to be high. And I was like, I, you, we need to pull the plug on this. I was like, I understand, but uh, like, I think I might get a second opinion because, like, what are well, my levels are high compared to a normal person, but like, what are the dangerous levels where it's like fatal? And she's like, oh, I have no idea. I was like, okay, well, is there anything I could do to, like, counteract this for now? She was like, okay, oh, I don't know. Oh, that's really helpful. And I was like, so you just think I should just pull the plug on this? And she was like, well, based off, like, your your ratings, I think you should. I was like, okay, I'm going to do my research and definitely get another blood test and get back to you. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to take one next week. I'm sure my levels are going to be fine so yeah i think the biggest thing is like sleep just need to get more sleep yeah for sure because you're averaging like five or six hours a night basically yeah yesterday i slept for 14 hours that's great yeah you should be honestly it was so funny my dad he came in and i had like i was sleeping on the floor right here just on the floor. I was watching TV. <laughs> and my dad brought me some snacks. And he knocked on the window. And I was out. Because I took some melatonin. <laughs> oh, nice. 
And he said he was knocking on the door for like five minutes. And oh, he's <laughs> probably panicking. <laughs> so then he looked at the window and saw me there. And he was like, Jordan, Jordan. So then I oh wake up God. and I see him. And, he, and I, I was like, oh, oh. I started panicking. <laughs> 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 and then he just started laughing. <laughs> God, dude, yeah. If I were dead and I came and saw my son laying on the ground, knocking on the window for five minutes, I would be terrified. I'd be like watching to see if he's breathing. Shit, dude, I'd probably smash the window. Jordan! But yeah, that's how tired I was. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, dude, I really think you should crank your sleep up a little bit. Is it just because... I mean, obviously you're waking up early in the morning, but do you find it difficult to fall asleep earlier at night, or is it because of work, or is it because... I want to finish my workouts before 9, during the week. Right. Um, but do you find it difficult to fall asleep earlier at night? Is that, like, falling asleep at, I guess, what is that? You'd have to fall asleep at, like, 8 to get 8 hours. Yeah, I usually fall asleep, like, I get in bed by 10. Yeah. So... Feel it though. I also but, like can't rush my workouts because that's when I'll get hurt too. Definitely, but I also think not getting enough sleep is how you get hurt too. Yeah, definitely a balance act. It's tough, <laughs> dude. Yeah, seriously, you went from like day job accountant, just in like you know exceptional shape, obviously, still you know very much an athlete, to world record setter which is basically like you're an Olympic level athlete at this point I mean yeah I guess so you pretty much are I mean I don't I, we'll have to see are there any Olympians listening to this podcast who could do a thousand pull-ups a day for 30 days I guess we'll see <laughs> it'd be interesting to see if some gymnasts could do that actually I feel like those gymnasts are like pound for pound maybe they could do things like yeah honestly but I mean, a thousand reps is a lot of reps too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Tell us about Nami. Tell us about. I mean, I guess we kind of went over it, but you know, just refresh us on why you wanted this project to go towards mental health, and then how you found Nami. Why Nami? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. For my for the fitness journey, I thought like I wanted to do something towards working out. I also wanted to have a purpose behind it because I know I know a lot of people they are like fitness influencers. Fitness influencers, they they're just focused on like working out and having good workout routines and just selling that to people. Like, I didn't want that for this project. I wanted this project to have a meaning and for it to be meaningful. And mental health is something I struggle with and that something that is really important to me. And NAMI just kind of fits the whole role like perfectly because they're one of the biggest nonprofit organizations that is 
uh, centered around mental health and mental illness and it was just perfect because it just aligned with what I wanted to do with the project and if this journey could help people who need it the most and who are struggling with mental health and mental illness then man what better way to for all for everything to come together you know yeah yeah absolutely <clears throat> I think um, yeah they, they do pretty amazing work it stands for what does it stand for again? National Alliance of Mental Illness yeah yeah they do some pretty amazing work if you guys want to go check out their websites NAMI mm-hmm. they're San Diego based right uh, they're worldwide but oh, they okay. do have one in San Diego gotcha. and uh yeah, they're they're all over. Yeah, yeah, they do good work. Yeah, I'm really excited for for all of that, and it'll be cool to see like where where the money actually goes to, mm-hmm. everything too. I know. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys are looking to donate, I'm <laughs> an accountant, and uh, <laughs> it's a nonprofit. So if you're looking for a tax deduction at the end of the year. This is, this is your program to get that tax deduction. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, and just so you guys know, like, I mean, yeah, we don't take any of that. It's, it's basically just like if you're going to make a donation on their website, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool part is, obviously, it will be under Set the Bar Project, so, you know, um, that name will be kind of in the NAMI Hall of Fame, I'm sure, by the end of this. Um, but yeah, it, all the donations go towards, you know, amazing programs that are helping, mm-hmm. I think, a lot of different groups of people, but especially youth. Um, I think military is a big one too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so people battling with mental health and they have great programs and coaches and people involved there. And um, yeah, they're, they're doing some amazing work. And I think generally it's like mental health is something that we're running into a lot, a lot more um, at large in society, especially with social media mm-hmm. and, um, just everyone comparing their lives to everybody else, I think is like a huge one. Um, but also I just think we're leading more sedentary lives mm-hmm. and that's a big one. Like, you know, stagnation is, is the starting place for, for decay and illness of all kinds, mental, physical. And so I think it's a bigger issue than a lot of people realize. And you know, suicide rates are very high. And I've just, I've never, like, I mean, obviously when I was a kid, I wasn't really paying attention probably as much. And I grew up in like a smaller town, but mm-hmm. it's pretty, especially after COVID, I think it's become just much more apparent. Like people are really struggling with yeah. mental health. And I think another thing is with COVID too, it drove away, drove people apart physically and like physical human connection is such a big, mm-hmm. such a big thing, especially for like developing kids. Yeah. Like if you don't socialize a child by the age of four, they're they're actually like not proven, but the odds of them ha- ending up in um, legal trouble, mm-hmm. doing poorly in school, having almost you know their interpersonal relationships struggle. They they really struggle on virtually every level in life. They're not socialized by four, and that's just kids. So I mean, who even know? I don't, I don't even know like what studies have been done on. Um, even teens and young adults, but it, I think it has so much of a, of an impact that most people don't realize. And, um, 
yeah, I just think, I mean, fitness is such an incredible place to start for so many reasons, but mainly gets your body moving, mm-hmm. which helps with endorphins and what? and all the body chemistry. But it also, like, the people that you meet on, if you really commit to a fitness journey, is is pretty amazing, too. I don't know how many friends I've made from fitness and the gym. And I think it's brought us closer together. And... For sure. Yeah, I guess, I guess touching on what you said, one of the biggest things that has just hit me and been like very impactful to me is is uh, a lot of people have been reaching out to me and telling me that like the younger generation and kids uh, yeah younger than us high school even younger than that are just struggling with mental illness and they don't know how to deal with it you know and it's just really sad because they're so young and they just feel like the only way out is to commit suicide and a lot of people have just been telling me stories like that and it's just man like I just want the younger generation to know that there is there is another way you know there is more to live for there it's not the end you know like so much more to to live for and uh, to not give up and it's crazy when I'm in when I'm working out and I'm in that that deep territory that 800 900 range and I don't know if I could get through it that's what I think about just the younger generation and the things that they're going through and if I could just get through this workout, a few more reps, that it could make an impact on their lives, you know. So that's kind of what has kept me going through this project and what really means a lot to me. Yeah, it means a lot to me and I just hope that with this project I could help those people, you know, just get through it. Amen, dude. That was beautiful. Yeah, and, and I just want to say too, like, I mean, yeah, Jordan is is definitely the face of it all, and um, and yeah, you're doing amazing things, brother. But uh, I just want to say to anybody out there, like, the whole reason that you know we are doing this project, that Jordan's doing this project, and and that I'm, you know, so supportive of it is is for mental health. And we really, we really want to make an actual difference in it. And we really also want to be like a community and a home for people who are fighting that battle. Because mm-hmm. we've fought it and we've come out the other side. We know what it's like to be in the trenches. And we know what it's like to be in the trenches and feel alone too. Mm-hmm. And it's not a place that I would ever want to go back to, uh, especially alone. And I, I'm sure that's the same for you. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to invite you, anyone listening... <clears throat> now or in the future, you know, if you're ever in that spot, um, I mean, please reach out to, to anybody in your circle too. And obviously people that, you know, um, and just try and, you know, you don't have to reach out and say that like, Hey, I'm having mental health issues, but yeah. you could reach out and just try and spend some time with people. Uh, but also reach out to us 
like you can reach out to us. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Like our, I mean, our Instagram inbox is always open, and mm-hmm. um, I think we'll. I'll probably we're, we should create an email address so people can email us too. Yeah. Um, but we'll post up an email address, and really, we encourage you to reach out to us, and um, and we'd love to to be a home for you, and and just yeah, talk to you, see what's going on, and um, you know we. We, we hope to inspire you through all the content and um, yeah, we hope to bring together the community for sure. But if you're personally dealing with something and you just need someone who's been, you know, where you're at and who's come out the other side, you just need a little bit of hope. Like that's what we're here for. And um, we, we want to be that for you. I'd much rather take the time out of my day to talk to someone who's really struggling with something mm-hmm. than to hear about another person giving up and calling it quits. So, yeah, that's why we're here too. So we're doing it. And we're going to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Set the bar. So tell us uh, where we're at today, what's happening tomorrow, who shall be there yep. and where we're going from here. So, yeah. So tomorrow is day 30 of my road record journey and month one will be completed. So tomorrow I'll be setting my first world record at 2.30, and the ceremony will be from 2.30 to 3.30. There should be a couple news outlets there, and the mayor of Carlsbad will be presenting me with the award. Um, But yeah, if you guys would like to watch it, it will be on YouTube, on our YouTube link, um, live streamed, so everyone can see. And... Yeah, if you guys want to witness history, tune in. (laughs) (laughs) So tomorrow, January 30th, well, by the time this gets posted, it'll be tomorrow, but uh, (laughs) yeah, January 30th, 2.30 p.m. PST, you can check out the the link in our Instagram, which is at setthebarproject. Uh, Our YouTube channel is linked there, so you can watch it live, and then we're also going to be posting tons of content about it. And I'm sure that this week you'll also be able to tune into ABC and who are the news channels going to be there? ABC and um, ABC Fox. ABC and Fox. Uh, I'm still trying to finalize it, but yeah, we'll figure it out. All of it will be posted on on the gram and on YouTube. Um, and yeah, we uh, we ask that you know if this if this mission has had any impact on you, if it's inspired you. And, you know, if you're, if you're with us in terms of our, our drive to, to help with mental illness, that um, you put your money where your mouth is and um, donate. If you could donate even a cup of coffee, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but yeah, <laughs> donate five bucks, 10 bucks, uh, 100% of it goes to NAMI, good people doing good things. And um, yeah, trying to make a real difference out here. Yeah. I'm excited tomorrow. Well, it was a big day, so... It is a big day. Super excited, man. Step one, almost completed. Yeah. That is awesome. And then after this, so then after month one, Jordan will be on to um, the six-month record. So five months to go to that. Mm-hmm. And what does your daily work workout look like for for the next six months? Are you still going to try and do a 1,000 a day? Yeah. Yep. That's the goal. So you're doing. You're gonna end up doing way more than a hundred thousand in the year, then, because that's 
We'll see. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. Just, we're just taking it a day at a time. Yeah, for sure. I know. You really got to, yeah, got to keep tabs on your health, brother. Mm-hmm. Get some sleep. Crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited, man. Congrats on your first month. A little premature, but <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. It's been awesome so far. I'm really excited about tomorrow. How's it feel? Good. I mean, shoot. Yeah, I guess I could say that in a while I I'm actually proud of myself of like what I've done. I haven't like felt this way in a very long time. So I guess uh, right now I could finally enjoy some of the, the fruits of my labor, you know? Yeah, definitely. We're partying tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going to party tomorrow. Drinks on me. <laughs> so I'm excited. Now, I'm done with dry January tomorrow, so yep. go out for a drink. Or seven. Have a drink with me after my world record. It did. I'm a man, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> That's awesome, brother. Any closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, if you guys are... If you guys have a goal in mind and uh, you don't know whether to take that first step or not, just take that first step, see where it goes, and uh, just put yourself out there and um, just show up. That's That was my mentality, and if you just show up every day, over time, it starts adding up, so just show up. Thank you, buddy. Let's go. Love you, bro. Thanks for tuning in to Letters from Emery, forward slash the Before You Go show. Maybe going through a rebrand here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Catch us on Instagram at Set the Bar Project and follow the journey. Follow us on YouTube. And uh, who knows? Tune into the news. You might just see us on there. Thanks again for listening. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Live well, be well, be epic. Let's go. <laughs> Set the fucking bar. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>